So I think what everyone knows is that these are some really, really important days that are upon us. And as the day of Arafat comes upon us as well, we want to make sure we're doing the best we can. We need Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He loves us so, so much. But we have to show that love back. And if he says, there is a day where, you know, subhanAllah, I'm just waiting to hear what you need to be forgiven for. I just want to reach out and give you the best of this life and the next. When we want to snatch it up, right? And this is what we have upon us. So let's learn today really quick some of the four things we could be doing. There's four things at least. There's a ton we could do. But if you could do nothing else, Let's do these four things. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us at the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week, Mondays and Fridays, with podcasts on topics that you care about. Our goal and our mission here at Mindful Muslim is to help Muslim women, help our women to maintain their Islamic identity while living these modern lives, you know, that they would love to do in a comfortable way, but doing it in a way that is extremely mindful and thriving together as a community with support, the support that they need. And that is what we're always trying to give here, which is tons of support. And there's times of the year we just have to pause things and say, there are things we need to be doing right now, right? Like the day of Arafat, right? SubhanAllah, Alhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. And, I, and I'm wishing already that you guys have the most amazing Eid ever. You get to be around your family and it's a happy time. And if you're far from family and you're sad about that, you are in my heart. You're in my dua. I know that is such a struggle for so many women. And we know that. That's why we put this podcast together. That's why we have our classes and our book clubs. And we put together Thrive Muslima, our global community, so that you're never, ever alone. And so also shout out to those women who have gathered together to make sure that they have um, other sisters to reach out to on this day if they don't have, you know, their own family and stuff like that. Or they do have their family and they're sharing what's good going on with them. All right. Love you guys for the sake of Allah. Let's talk really quick about the four things, if nothing else, you could do are really, really great to do on the day of Arafat. So... We are talking about now the day before Eid. I mentioned that in the other um, part of this series. There was a part one. This is the part two. It's just a really quick series. If you haven't heard already, the, the last one was about what to be doing, the great deeds to be doing in the days leading up to Eid. So, you know, you can still catch that. This is specifically for the day of Arafah. We make sure we give you some um, time to look forward to that and plan that day and put things aside. It's recommended by Rasulullah to fast on this day for those who are not making hajj. So that's something we always do in our family. And alhamdulillah, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said it expiates sins of the past year and the coming year. And that's in Muslim. And so we want to keep in mind that we have made mistakes. There are things we have not said sorry to Allah for. There's things that we have not made right. Why would we not? It behooves us to not ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the forgiveness of the past year. And subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, because of the barak of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we have the upcoming year that we're already getting a jump on. SubhanAllah, Allah is so merciful. So why would we not do that, right? And the Prophet, peace be upon him, said there is no day on which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala frees people from the fire more than on the day of Arafah. And then he reveals before his angels saying what 
are these people seeking? And so subhanAllah, we want to understand that the angels are writing down feverishly on this day all the things we need help with and we're asking for. So if you're really struggling, sis, in your life, if you're in a really deep, dark place, you have an issue that's going on, you know, you're just not feeling well, you're depressed, you're lonely, you're anxious, this is a day for you. It's your day to just fast. Do you, you know, put your prep from the day before. It's only one day, guys. But the weight of this day is so heavy. And you know why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it so heavy? Because he knows that this is something when you're away from Ramadan, right? When it's obligatory and you've kind of put yourself in the mood and you have the whole world doing it. When it's just those few, it's like Al-Furqan. It's like the criterion. Like who are the real believers? Who are the people who truly snatch up every opportunity? And so this is kind of one of those, right? So let's snatch it up. All right. What are the four things we can be doing really quick? Again, this series is pretty quick. So I just want to give you some, um, you know, quick fire things to be doing and putting in place. So number one is obviously fasting, right? It is highly encouraged, but not mandatory, right? So that's why the Prophet, Muhammad, he mentioned it. If you can do it, do it. Inshallah, this is about it. The second one is du'a. This day, the people are on the Mount Arafah and they're making so much du'a. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala let us all to go to Hajj and to be on Mount Arafah and to make this du'a, all the du'a to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen, ameen, ya rabbil alameen. Say ameen for yourself and all of your sisters. And um, it is so powerful on this day. So much repentance, right? Muatta tells us so much repentance we should be doing on this day. So much astaghfar, so much I'm so sorry, Allah, I love you, please forgive me. You know, make easy for this and easy for that and, and you know, ask, ask, ask away. It's always good to make astaghfar first, to make sorry to Allah first and, you know, forgiveness and then peace upon the Prophet, peace be upon him and then to ask. To do it in this adab, in this manner is way better if you can, inshallah, bismillah. It's always really good to make uh, tahleel, takbir, tahmeed and... um Obviously, all this, all this uh, tasbih as much as possible. So, what does that mean? That means saying things like "La ilaha illallah," "Allahu Akbar," "Alhamdulillah," "Subhanallah." Guys, if those are hard words for you, if you don't speak Arabic, write just those four, four or five, or just these these thicker words on a little piece of paper. Put it in your purse. Put it in your jacket. Put it in your pocket. Walk around the whole day. Just pull it out. Just even if you're fumbling. La, e, la, like just Allah loves you. He's giving you 10 times, 20 times, 100 times. Allahu alam. More reward. Just put them on a little piece of paper. That's what, I, that's what a lot of, lot of women do. They don't know it's okay. Just little things like that. You know? Huge difference. Last one. Number four. So we have fasting. Dua. All of this dhikr, right? The remembrance of Allah in these words, la ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, alhamdulillah, subhanallah. And the last one is, again, the incredible emphasis on seeking forgiveness, astaghfar, right? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ease your affairs and have mercy on you in this life and in the next. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of your deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all of your dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you the benefit of this day and the days in the year to come. Amin ya rabbil alameen. All right, keep me in your dua, guys. I will see you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.